ready, Mace? Party people! I intend to have my friend Janet Amid on. Uh, after this little monologue, she and I are tentatively, now we're scheduled to talk at 4 o'clock. I got to do a little prep so Janet and I can talk. Welcome to today's podcast episode. It is Wednesday, February 15th. I'm going to leave some nerdy things for the end. And I am, I did not plan out today's show, um, but the radio show, there was a lot to get to. So this is one of those times and I'm just doing stream of consciousness, literally thinking out loud. Um, this stream of consciousness will be more outlined than my typical rambling that you may or may not notice. Uh, should we start with some nostalgia? First up, uh, they had one hit. I remember playing it when I was working at 93.1 DRQ in Detroit in 2000, 2001, I, I like boy bands. I am a sucker for boy band and pop band, in this case, ballads. Yesterday on the radio show, I played Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely by the Backstreet Boys. I love that song. In sync, This I Promise You, uh, Justin's Gone, some of the 98 Degrees ballads. I heard a Spice Girls ballad last week. Was it too much or two become one um let me play you this because i saw that they're going out on a 25th reunion tour but only in the uk Is if you don't remember S Club Seven, maybe uh, may, maybe we can round up a bunch of the CB acts from that era and get a tour together. Um, some obvious ones for me that would fit. My friend said Shaggy could host, and he would because he's still out doing stuff. How about Will Ford? Dream. I love that song. He loves you not. Love that song. Uh, I don't. I don't know. They were a lesser boy band, but still with some hits. If any of them are left, put O Town on there. Those CB level acts from the early two thousands. I could name a couple others, but you wouldn't know them, so I'll leave them with that. This band will be coming to whatever is Freedom, whatever's called Freedom Hill now, in uh, the Sterling Heights. They had one hit. Um, around the Simple Plan era, God, and uh, when the All-American Rejects got going, so that kind of pop rock band. Um, God, what was the, oh, who did, uh, the, you remember the Atari's Boys of Summer? Wow, they did a hell of a version of that, that Don Henley song. This band only had one really big hit, which I'll play part of in a second. They had a couple others, and I would tell you that at least in my radio career, I played this when I worked at WIOG in Saginaw. And we never played it into the ground, so that's why I still love it when I come across it, which is rare. So let's play Ocean Avenue now. Yeah. Because 
not a pine knob or, or Joe Lewis, July 13th at Freedom Hill. I'm a, I, I, you could possibly convince me to go to that. A um, couple other quick things here. I don't often have neighbor issues. I might have talked about one neighbor issue um, since I've lived in my condo. My neighbor moved in a couple of years ago. It was vacant for a long time. Um, nice lady. I don't I don't see anybody in my neighborhood, rarely ever. I, I see people walking dogs like once and then I never see them again. It's very quiet. I really enjoy it. I communicate with this neighbor via email and it's fine. Um, apparently she, she likes me, so I was not hesitant to send an email off. Her daughter lives with her now. She's I think she's an adult. She's in her 20s. The, the kid. When I'm home in the middle of the day or um, when I'm home late morning before I come to work, I hear the music playing loudly. On the weekends, I hear the music playing loudly. It's not thumping on my wall, but yesterday I could clearly sing the words to Ashanti Foolish. Uh, so I decided to say something to my neighbor. And, and I thought it, it had crossed the threshold of being too loud. And my, my walls are not thin. And I know at times the dogs are barking and I can be a little loud, but this is pretty consistent. She said she'll take care of it. Last night around one o'clock, I heard literally like it was not a, a thump or an accidental bang. Like there was intention to it. And then for the next hour plus, like deep into the two o'clock hour, not as loud as during the daytime, but music was playing. So I believe this daughter was protesting or being petulant um, and and going against what her mom asked her to do. I will keep you updated on this. Um, next up, very disappointed today coming into work. Not necessarily by citizens, but I'll come but to who? So the wind. Obviously, it's a very windy day. Yet again, for like the second time in a month, due to the wind, a lot of power was out uh, on my ride to work. Uh, they were they were not the lights were not out at Reynolds and Airport, but at what's that small street that before you hit Swan Creek? Oh, I should know this. There's a lot of accidents there. There an airport, like the west side of Swan Creek, that light was out. Uh, the light outside of Swan Creek's main entrance on airport, that light was out. So I expected the one where a appliance on airport. That light was out, but there's not a lot of people ever really there. And then, of course, airport and burn, it was out. I arrived to an accident and at least three police cruisers. Now, people would have gotten mowed down coming out of Swan Creek um, because nobody was stopping there. Um, at the prior light, where there's a lot of accidents, people were following the people in front of them. And I don't think people were intentionally ignoring what they should be doing. I think people don't know when the light is out, you treat it like a four-way stop. Monkey see, monkey do. That's why people were following the person in front of them. And guess what? When the second car went after that that car in front of them, I was pulling into the intersection. I wasn't going to hit them. I know, that's not great. There were three police cruisers at that accident at airport and burn, and it, it didn't seem to be violent, fatal, or anything like that. There, there was no sense of urgency. There was a car accident. Seemingly everybody was okay. I was 
disappointed that some of the police officers were sitting in their cruisers. A friend said they were filling out reports. I'm like, well, they're going to have to fill out more reports because obviously people at airport and burn don't know what they should be doing. And it was a goddamn free for all. Come to the next light where I turn into work, airport in Arlington, there was a police cruiser blocking people from going north on Arlington. As I was uh, north on airport, no, sorry, airport, uh, burn in Arlington. Police cruisers stopping people from going north on Burn. I was trying to go left to come to work and where like the apartments in UTMC are. It was a, a, a lesser free-for-all, but it was still a free-for-all. Not great. And I said to the police officer, I rolled my window down and I saw his window open. And he did get out of his vehicle at this point. And as I was about to turn left, I said, uh, I, I don't know what I... I didn't say you should be out here. I said... You know, nobody's stopping at these lights. And he said, yeah, nobody seems to know that you're supposed to stop. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, that's why you should be out here directing traffic. Same thing at the airport and burn intersection. Forget about reports. And if everybody's okay, you wait for the emergency services and direct the goddamn traffic. Did I have something else local to get to? Um, thank you for heading out to Dom Glover's show last week, XOXO, at... Um, with the Modern Dance Company, which happened at Handmade, cabaret-style show. Hopefully, you will make it out to Significant Other. We had Joe Capucini on last week, director of that show with Tim McMahon and more. It opens up the rep this weekend. One last thing, opening up tomorrow, Ant-Man. So far, it's got a it's got m- mediocre reviews. Some are, are really taking shots at it. It has a bad Rotten Tomato score for whatever you throw into that, like 58 or in the 60s, not your typical Marvel movie score. I am buying into this being a one Avenger, Avenger movie. Um, even the reviews that have panned it have said Jonathan, Jonathan Majors, as I expected, is well worth going for. But there's sloppy dialogue. It's kind of a ripoff of Star Wars. And things that don't have me hesitant. But I'm, I'm, I'm wary now as we get another movie into this. And I'll have a better idea after tomorrow. I thought Black Panther was fine. It was a very good movie. I just wonder if the Infinity Saga, Iron Man through Endgame and then the the Spider-Man right after that, was that Far From Home? Yeah, I think so. The movies that we get moving forward, Black Panther and whatever, might be of the same caliber, but Marvel movies or any verse might never be able to capture what Marvel created from 2008 through 2019 because it was so different, so unique, so well done. Characters and actors we absolutely beloved. We we lived and died with them. We cried. We were so emotionally moved. I don't know. Again, even if the movies are of the same caliber, Marvel will be able to capture that again. I am now cognizant that it was a one-time thing. And if it does happen again like that, for those kind of movies that, that I like, um, it might be in another couple decades when they reset all of that. There's another Iron Man or whatever else. Let's get to uh, my friend Janet Amid, I think. Well, hello there. Hello, gorgeous. Hello, cutie pie. How, how are you? How is... How's Mooney? My little Mooney is doing really well, spoiled as can be. 
Um, I told you last time for Christmas, got him uh, a leather little jacket yeah. wear, and he will not take it off. That- he is defiant, will not take it off. That's bottom line. Refuses, sleeps in it, eats in it, poopies in it, everything in it. <laughs> yep. It, it's good. It's better that he he leaves it on all the time than him fighting you to put it on. Um, I'm, yes. I'm glad it's warmed up a little bit because the dogs and I, like on these cold days, Diddy, Diddy doesn't like snow or wet grass. Andre is little and gets cold fast. So, oh my uh, God, they're so cute. We, they're precious. We Cutie wi- patooties. We wind up. We I switch things up. We go out more frequently, but for a shorter period of time. Like literally, we'll just walk out to the lawn because I don't want to deal with uh, winter. No, and and it's getting warmer. I I hope that we end up the weather continues to be as nice and happy as it is right now. I mean, what I'm what I'm excited about is we have a lot of positive astrological things coming up. Oftentimes, when you and I have talked on air. We have talked about the difficulties of planetary influences, but I am here to say we have a good month. This is a great month in February. We have a better month in March. Things are really looking up, and Pluto, the planet of transformation and power, moves into Aquarius. It takes 248 years to go through all 12 signs of the zodiac, and guess what? It's it's going to be aspecting us coming up at the end of March, and then it goes back into Capricorn, then it, which is in June, and then it goes back into Aquarius for 20 years till 2044. This is huge for people that are, like, born under Aquarius, Aries. Um, you have you have quite a bit of Aries in your chart, by the way. It's at the top of your midheaven, which is your career, so you're really going to be, you know, doing well with this transit. It's going to be excellent for you. Even though you're a Taurus, you still have you still have that Aries influence going on, and that's going to be extremely extremely good for you. Are yep, yep, are, yep. Are, are these things we're we're shooting down? Are those astrological? Are those aliens that are visiting? I don't know. I I don't know what that is. I actually thought there could be something. I I kind of thought there could be something alien about it. They're keeping it very hush hush, but this is we're 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 coming into the age of Aquarius. Life as we know it is going to change, and a lot of things are going to change. We we might end up discovering life on other planets. They might discover us. I mean, these, there's a lot coming up in this next year. We have some heavy stuff coming up in 2023. I, I have said from a a more practical standpoint, not not using the planets. Um, I think. COVID acted as the catalyst and I know people wanted the roaring 20s but I think we will have because we're, we're getting to the middle of the decade now I think right. we'll have the transformational 20s and I don't think a lot of the things with um, social justice uh, people's economics just how we look at one another I don't think a lot of this is going to settle until the end of the decade I think that people are wising up and I think we're also there's there's been so much I'm going to say it you know racism and you know prejudice against others whether it is you know people that are gay whether it is you know whatever you know it just there's been so much in our culture and so much prejudicial um, I call it behaviors that I 
I cannot handle. I can't stand it. And I feel like the world is going to be, it, this is going to be we the people. So we're all going to be united. And I think it's going to be really an interesting time for all of us. Interestingly enough, when the American Constitution um, you know, was written, it was when Pluto was in Aquarius. Did you find that interesting? I think that's fascinating. I mean, I think, so that, I, I, I think along with knowing that George Washington was the first president, that's pretty common knowledge. It is, yes. There's, I mean, I think the world is going to change quite a bit for the better. And, I, and I've written about this. And, you know, I write for the Toledo paper and Sylvania Advantage. And um, I feel like things are just going to really change. And Saturn goes into Pisces. Saturn is stability and structure. Going into Pisces, it, last time it was in Pisces was 94, 95, 96. So we're moving into a more sentimental, sensitive, ethereal, intuitive time in our lives. It's going to be huge. And I, I just think that, you know, we're going, people are more aware, they're more alert. And I also believe what I was saying to my niece, too, because we were talking about animals, I said, and hopefully we're going to have more of an awakening when it comes to, this sounds crazy, animal rights. Oh, I, I agree. Don't think there's, I don't think there's enough of that. It bothers me. It's, Pisses me off. That's one of the that's one of the the issues on the list. It's just not a priority of um, treatment of an, humane treatment of animals that we eat. Oh my gosh! And how they're You're not kidding. And how they're farmed. And um, yeah, it's it's on the list. It's certainly in the top ten. Probably not top five, even though we all care about animals. But it, it's certainly there. Um, we care about them, but a lot they there is a lack of respect. Yeah. You know, there is, and I see that, and that's one thing I'll say about my ex-husband. I love him to death, and we couldn't never stay married, but one of the things I love about him, he has been a rescuer of animals throughout the whole time we've known each other. He will, if he sees animals locked, locked like, fenced in, and, and, like, it's cold and out, you know, it's cold outside, he has actually gone, knocked on the house, the door and everything, and, you know, whatever, and then eventually he's taken that dog or, you know... And he's given it. A, he's given them a good home. I shouldn't say that on air, but he's done that. Has has he? Yeah. I mean, and that's one kind of that's animal cruelty for domestic animals, um, which yeah. is obviously very troubling and criminal. I thought you were more talking about like uh, like chicken coops and how we raise inhumanely Everything. animals. So, well, so if he goes to like a chicken, chicken coop, coop. He'll, he'll he'll let them go. Or if he sees a bunch of cows that will be slaughtered, he'll let them go. It, it, well, I don't know about that, but I do know that that's exactly that is on the same subject, same vein. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's similar, but it's not. But that's the issue that I was talking about. So. Yes, um, but I agree with you. I think that you know our food system could change how we treat animals in our food system. Absolutely, I agree with that too as well. So I feel like this next year is going to be power to the people, becoming more informed. Twenty twenty three through twenty twenty four is going to be our big cycle of life changes for everything. Humanity, you know, animals, just. We're going to find more justice in the world, and I hope so. Are we, we're inching closer to the next psychic fair. My psychic fair is March 19th at 2023. Hopefully someday you'll be there. It's going to be at the premiere on Heather Downs. And um, it's going to, doors are going to open at 9 a.m. We're going to have a healing meditation for all mankind. We're hoping that we can all meditate at the same time. 
and have a healing meditation at 930. And we're going to start readings at 10 a.m. And we're going to have amazing vendors. And it's going to be great. So it's March 19th on a Sunday. And it's at the premiere in Heather Downs across from the Stranahan. Uh, you'll have like different kinds of uh, things to eat, food vendors, some music, some other activities besides uh, readings, we're right? Gonna have, we're going to have food vendors. We're going to have, uh, we have one food truck that's going to be there. Last time we had three, but one guy got most of, you know, the business. It was really, he, he did receive most, but it was okay. He was a great, you know, they're all good. And good. we're going to have, yeah, it was all, it'll be fun. So we're going to have pastries and all kinds of stuff and we just hope people will be there and, and kind of explore. Of course, you and I will talk way before that. Uh, we will. And I always support everything that you do and what you do for people. And people adore you. I know. Uh, we've been I, together a long time, you and I. Um, I would like... Uh, hold on one second. I would like, at long last, they, they haven't been announced yet, but I would like the um, psychic Best Psychic Award for the City Paper to be the Janet Amid Memor- Non-Memorial Award. Be fun. Well, I I feel like you know they they do a good job, and I and I'm excited about that. And I'm going to be there at the party too. I, I hope you're there. Uh, even if I win again, um, no. I mean, maybe I won't completely rule it out. Do you know if I won or not? You probably did. You're amazing. I, uh, no question. I, I'm in the tough category. It was best local celebrity, and I don't think Chris Peterson was in there, but she obviously, the, the category should be named after her, like your category should be you at this point, because she is a, she's an icon. Yeah, Chris is amazing. She's a good person. There's so many out there that really deserve it. You know, when I see the ones that get picked, I also feel like there's so many out there that deserve to be yeah. picked as well. Yeah, but only one person can win. Everybody else is the first, second, third, fourth, fifth loser. Exactly. Exactly. All right, I'm going to run. But I hope you do get picked because you are my, one of my favorites. As sure. long as long as I matter to you and and the people that I attempt to influence, that's all that matters. You know it, honey. Okay. No question. Um, stay out of trouble. Okay. Love you. Talk to you soon. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.